Hey there, welcome to a new episode in the Blissful Biz podcast. Today I want to talk about how to find the right price for your online course. If you're thinking about creating an online course, you might wonder how much should it be? And also, how much could you earn with it? That would be good to know, right? Online courses come in all price ranges from $97 or less to thousands of dollars. It's kind of overwhelming, right? And if you're anything like me, pricing your online course is not something that comes naturally to you. In fact, it can be downright scary. What if you price it too high and nobody buys it? And what if you price it too low and you end up feeling resentful because you're basically giving away your content for free? Not where you want to end up, right? In this episode, I'm sharing my pricing strategies with you, and I'm also going to talk about my journey a little bit, what prices I set for my online courses and how they developed. So let's do this. But before we dive in, I want to invite you to my freshly updated masterclass, How to DIY Your Dream Website. In this free training, I show you how you can build a website that will attract more students and sell your services like whoa without the tech overwhelm or paying a designer the big bucks. It's for you if you don't have a website yet or if you have a website already, but you would like to improve it. You get all the tips and strategies and the best. You can watch the masterclass instantly and in your own time. Go to susannareicher.com forward slash website to sign up. It's totally free. That's susannareicher.com forward slash website. And I hope I see you there. Hey there, welcome to the Blissful Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Susanne Riker, here to help yoga and wellness entrepreneurs build a thriving online business. If you're ready to make a bigger impact and earn money online, you are in the right place. Each week you learn about websites, digital products, social media strategies, and what's working now to build your online business. And now let's get started. When it comes to choosing a price for your online course, the first thing you need to remember is that, yes, the price is important, but the quality of your products, your services, and your customer experience will outshine the price every single time. And even the best marketing in the world can't sell things that people just don't want. It's a fact, right? You can't sell something when people don't want it. Still, of course, the price is important, like I said before. Charge too little and you erode the perceived value of your course. By this, I mean that first, people will see something as less valuable if the price is lower. We all do that. It's crazy, but it totally influences our purchasing decisions. This is why it can happen that you actually sell less when your price is lower. And, of course, a lower price also means that you earn less, even if you sell a lot. A lower price will limit your revenue potential and marketing abilities in the process. You'll have less money to invest into your marketing, like ads, or hiring someone to support you. People are also behaving differently. They will not be as invested in participating, in working through your course if it's lower priced. 
I know this from my own business, and it's why I love to offer higher price programs, because my students get better results because they put in the work. Maybe you experience this yourself. When you paid a lot for an online course, you want to get your investment back, right? You are going to actually work through the course. While with cheaper courses, you might not be as motivated. There are always other things more important, and before you know it, you forget all about it, and it's another course collecting dust on the back shelf in your virtual course library. And finally, a lower price can affect how you sell it, how much effort you put into it. You might feel it's not as important to go all out in your launch and invest much time and effort. This is definitely something I've experienced in my business, and of course it's bad. It's a huge mistake. It's not what your course deserves or your potential students. I think that when you create something that's hopefully going to be insanely helpful to your potential students, you own it to that product you created. You own it to your potential students and you own it to yourself to market it as best as you can. Don't just put it on your website and send out one email or two emails and say, hi, I created that little thing. I would like you to check it out. And if it's for you, maybe you want to buy it. That's not going to work. People need to know about it so they can benefit from it. And they're also going to Feel your energy, the energy you put into selling it. So you need to be excited about it. You need to be excited about launching it. People will feel that and then they will buy it. And, you know, when you have a higher priced item, you're going to be more excited about selling it. I can promise you that. So, yeah, I believe you have to go all in no matter what's the price. Okay, let's sum it up. This is why low prices or too low prices don't work. If your price is too low, it might not be perceived as valuable. You lose out on potential revenue. Your students won't be as motivated to actually work through the course and get results. And you might be affected in how well you market it. Not where you want to end up, right? On the other hand, charge too much and you'll have problems selling your online course as well. Some coaches out there will tell you to set your prices really, really high. Um, that when someone really wants something, they, the, the price basically doesn't matter. But I don't think that's the way to go. I don't think that's actually true. I believe that yes, you can outprice yourself and you need to consider who's your audience and what they can afford. For example, when you work with students, they probably don't have a lot of money or young families, or fresh mothers, right? While when you're working with professionals, maybe they work in finance, they have a bigger budget. What that budget is, and how much your potential students could possibly pay for an online course, nobody can really tell you that. There's a lot of trial and error involved in choosing your price. And next, I want to help you find your price, the price that's right for you and your course. So there are a few things to consider um, on the journey to choose your right price. And I like to start by answering the following questions. Question number one, how much content does your course have? I wish it would be as easy as saying, my course has X modules and X videos, so it should cost this amount. Unfortunately, that's not how it works. 
the length of your course or the number of videos is not a determining factor. Let me repeat that. The length of your course or the number of videos is not a determining factor when it comes to your price. Having said that, your students are going to expect a certain amount of content based on the price they pay for your course. If you charge $500 or more for your course, I recommend including at least three to five hours of training in it. So this is not a hard set rule. There are online courses that sell incredibly well and they have less content. But for most of us, I think it's a general rule that applies. So if you charge $500 or more for your course, um, include at least three to five hours of training in it. But this doesn't mean that you should add some filler material. Don't put in more content because then you think you can ask for a higher price. This is a very common mistake. I made that mistake my well. I wanted to put in everything that I knew and that I thought my students could be interested in in my online course. This means it's just going to be overwhelming for your students and nobody wants that. <laughs> nobody wants to have an online course with thousands of hours of videos to work through or like hour-long videos. That's the worst, right? You would be sitting there like, oh my God, I'll get back to that later. <laughs> um, and I mean, that should be obvious, right? So you just put in your course what your students need to get the promised results. So with your online course, you promise a specific result and it should include everything your students need to get to that result as fast as possible. Anything else would be just filler and you don't want that. So um, I think that's really, really important to remember. The next question you should ask yourself is what's the value for your customers? You normally can ask for a higher price if your product promises a transformation. But this is where a lot of people get it wrong. The transformation doesn't have to be life-changing or mean that they make more money. So yes, normally online courses that promise people or that teach people how to earn more money, they are higher priced. Not always, but very often. But you can also have a higher priced product um, when it's something beside making money. It can actually be something really simple. So, for example, if you teach people how to sleep better, this can be invaluable and worth a lot of money to someone struggling with sleeping, right? Or how to make your baby sleep better. I think some fresh parents, they're going to pay big bucks for that because they just want to have a, um, a good night of sleep. Or if you save someone time, this can be very valuable as well. And also, what you deliver also matters. Adding extras to your course, like access to you for support, a community of like-minded people, or workbooks and checklists, all that will increase the value. So that's the value for your customers to think about that. What are they getting out of your, co your course? What are the benefits for them? The next question you should ask yourself, question number three, is where do you want to position your course? What others are asking for their online courses in your field or your competition, it doesn't have to influence your decision. Not at all. Still, I like to know what people in my niche are charging. And I think you should do some research too and think about things like, do you want to offer some of the cheapest but most valuable products in your market? Or do you want to land somewhere in the middle? 
Or maybe you want to be on the high end and offer premium pricing for your premium products. It can also be that everybody else is charging very little. This doesn't mean that there is no room for a higher price course. Quite the opposite, actually. A higher price could help you to stand out. It could be that people assume that your course is more valuable because it's more expensive, for example. Big companies use this as a pricing strategy actually all the time. Back when I was working in advertising, one of my clients was a famous German car manufacturer. I'm not naming names here. And they choose the price of their new model so it would be the most expensive car in that class compared to the competition. And to the customers, this actually meant that it was better and more premium. That's crazy, right? So you would think that people would choose the cheapest price or not like the cheapest, but where they get the most value for their money. That's not always the case. People also value premium products and premium prices. I tell you this so you don't let low prices that other people are using stop you from creating a premium product with a premium price. So check out what um, others in your field, um, your competitors are doing, but don't let that be the deciding factor when it comes to choosing your price. This is really important and I can't stress it enough. And the final question you should ask yourself is, how much money do you want to make? This is really something that can also influence your course price, of course. So it might be surprising, but um, it's something to consider. Determine where your product fits into your overall business and what results you want to achieve. If you want to earn $10,000, you need to sell a $1,000 product 10 times, but a $200 product 50 times, which is actually much harder unless you have a huge audience. Um, conversion rates are not necessarily higher for lower price product. And this means like conversion is when you have an audience of a thousand people and you have a 3% conversion rate, that would mean that 30 people would buy your course. And, um, so yes, yeah, so there could be a little bit of a difference. Obviously, if you have a really, really expensive course, like, um, $2,000 or more, your conversion rate is probably going to be lower because less people are going to be able to afford it. But um, between, let's say, $100 and $300, there might not even be a difference in your conversion rate. So this is something you need to test out in the end. So there's not like a fixed rule um, that tells you if you have... Um, if your product could cost this, your conversion conversion rate is going to be this. So that doesn't exist. So this is something you have to test out yourself. The only advice I want to give you here is that it doesn't have to be different. And that with a higher price product, it's going to be much easier for you to actually reach your revenue goals. So I invite you to play with the pricing to see which price point works best with your overall income goals. Just play around with the numbers and see where it gets you. So those were the four questions. How much content does your course have? Where, what's the value for your customers? Where do you want to position your course? And how much money do you want to make? Now you should have a few pricing options. Next, you write them all down. Maybe it's $200, $250, and $400. 
and you don't know what to choose. What is your intuition telling you? When you get to a final price point, I want you to ask yourself, how do you feel about this price? What does your intuition tell you or your gut, whatever you want to call it? Can you confidently sell your product at this price point? How do you feel if I told you that you need to make it lower? How would you feel if I said you had to make it higher? Just listen to your body a little bit um, more in terms of how you feel about the price point. Uh, when you sit with like different prices, like when you sit with $200, how does do, how do you feel about that? When you sit with $400, how do you feel about that? Maybe you can also play with tarot cards, whatever works for you. Just sit with your different pricing points and um, listen to your body. You've got to have a real honest conversation with yourself. And if you don't want to go with the higher price, ask yourself why. Is it because you feel like you found the right perfect price point for the value or are you just scared to ask for more? You have to be honest with yourself. But when you decide on that final price for your course, you've got to own it. You need to own your price. You have to ultimately believe in the value of your price point. You also must not be afraid to ask for that price. This is where confidence and your abilities must show up, and they must show up big time. You've got to ask for what you're worth. The more you believe in yourself, the more you know you can help people and the bigger results you start to get for people, the more confidence you're going to have in charging more. When you decide on a higher price, above $200, you can also offer a payment plan and this will make your course more affordable for your customers, but you also have a higher risk of people failing their payments. That's like the, um, the well, yeah, that's what you have when you have payment plans. That's why it's common that the payment plan is more expensive when you add up the single payments, normally around 20%, to make up for the possibility of failed payments and the extra work on your end. And of course, it's an incentive for people to pay in full, which means you get their money right away. I love payment plans because they give me some recurring revenue that I can plan with, so I know what money is coming in in the next month. But they are also great from a marketing standpoint. For example, if you have a payment plan of 12 payments of $100, so $1,200 in total, that's actually more affordable to your students than a course that costs $500 and doesn't have a payment plan. Payment plans are great and I highly recommend offering them. Okay, now, when you come to me with your price or pricing options, I probably tell you to increase it, <laughs> to go a little bit higher. That's because we all, me included, t um, we tend to undersell ourselves. We believe that we are not ready yet to ask for a higher price. We are not a real expert and we are afraid. It all comes down to fear. And most of us have mindset blocks here around money and asking for it. It's totally normal. So when you can't decide between two prices, I would probably tell you to choose the higher price that's a little bit out of your comfort zone, just because most people will choose prices that are too low when they're starting out. 
But of course, you also need to own your prize, as I said before, and you need to be confident asking for it. What you can do when it's your first time you're selling your online course and you really don't have the confidence or trust yet to ask for the higher price, here's what I recommend you do. Start with a lower price and have your end goal in sight. For your first launch, you can sell your course with a lower price and then you increase it over time in your next launches and you can plan this right from the start. For example, in your first launch, you charge $497, then you go up to $697 until you reach your end goal of $997. So you're working yourself up to the final price you want to get. But this is no excuse to offer your course crazy cheap and stay there because you're afraid to charge more, right? This is a way to slowly work yourself up to a higher price point, and it's actually what most entrepreneurs um, are doing. For example, when I sold my website course, um, which is now Blissful Websites, where I teach you how to DIY your website, when I sold it for the first time, it was $197. And because I really wanted to get testimonials and see if, if it worked, actually, if people got results, I offered my students in that first launch that I would give them the money back if they finished the course and launched their websites within 30 days. And a few people actually managed to do that. I got some great testimonials for my next launch and they got their money back. From $197, um, over time, I increased the price to $397, and I stayed there for a really long time. And now I sell it for $497 as the discounted price and $697 as the regular price. And it's worth it. You definitely, I think it's definitely worth that money. I have a lot of testimonials. I offer so much one-on-one -on -one support and my students save a lot of money in the end with the help of this course. If I would still sell it for $197 today, I would probably feel a little bit resentful when I got questions from my students and I wouldn't put in as much energy as I do in really helping them get to the finish line to, to finish their website. And I would not feel as happy to help them like I do with the higher price. But it took me a while to ask for the higher price. And it took me even longer to offer my first course for $1,000 or $997. And you know what? That's fine. As I said, you have to listen to your intuition and you need to own your price. When someone asks you, how much is it? You need to be able to confidently name your price. You can't apologize for it because your potential customers will feel that and will turn them off. It will turn them off big time. You need to own it. And if that means you, that you start with a lower price, that's what it is. It's not going to end there, right? So you're going to grow. You're going to um, get more confident. You're going to sell your online course again and again. It never ends with your first launch. And if that means you start with a lower price, that's what you do. Okay, the final thing I want to talk about today is the numbers, because I get asked this a lot. Should you use a seven or nine at the end or round numbers? Should you end your pricing in seven or nine, like $97 or $199, or should you round up to $100 or $200? This is a classic 
pricing strategy that actually has been tested to death. According to research done by the Journal of Quantitative Marketing and Economics, the answer is that you definitely should use a 7 or 9 at the end. Other big stores like Walmart or Target, they're doing this for a reason, because it works. For example, one part of the study tested the price of a woman's shirt, $34 versus $39. Check this out. The $39 shirt outsold the $34 shirt by 24%. It's crazy, right? But that's why you have studies and why you test pricing. Once again, you get to set the rules for your business. So choose whatever pricing feels right for you. And if you feel like choosing, I don't know, $250 or $300, um, you can do that. But you should really run some price testing yourself. And if you don't want to do that because it's a bit complicated to set up, I really recommend that you follow what the experts do. It's what I've been doing too, and it worked for my business. Seven or nine at the end of my price, always. Okay, I'm leaving you with this for today, my friend. I hope you're feeling more confident in picking your price. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out and DM me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram under my name, Susanne Riker. Don't forget to sign up for my free masterclass. Go to susannereicher.com forward slash website to learn how to design a beautiful website that converts. You'll also see the link in the blog post for this episode and in the show notes. And have a great week and I talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Blissful Biz Podcast. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. This would mean the world to me. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to never miss a new episode. To learn more about how to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, my courses and membership, or to get instant access to freebies, workshops, and more, go to susannereicher.com right now. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time. Hey there, interrupting for a short announcement. I'm hosting a virtual bootcamp to help you kickstart your online business from May 6th to May 10th, and I would love to see you there. It's the make your first or next $5,000 online bootcamp, and you can save your spot for this free virtual event when you go to my website, susannereicher.com forward slash bootcamp. That's S-U-S-A-N-N-E-R-I-E-K-E-R.com forward slash bootcamp. I'm going to go live every day from Monday to Friday with a live training on how to elevate your vision, choose your profitable niche, amplify your content, nail down your signature offer to make your first or next $5,000. I can't believe how freaking fun, valuable and powerful this virtual event is going to be. You'll get five live stream trainings, all of the recordings in case you can't make it live or need to leave early, access to my new community, the Midlife Biz Hive, including tons of additional trainings for you to dive in, the chance to ask any questions in our calls or in the community, 
It'll be amazing. This event is a real game changer, whether you're just starting out or you've been at it for a while, but feeling a bit stuck around the maybe $2,000 to $3,000 monthly mark. If you're eager for more and ready to figure out the online business puzzle, this is the perfect place to kickstart your journey to bigger and better results.